Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. I'm going to jump straight in with the intro. It's going to happen sometime. I'm just going to do it. Welcome back to Pudding Boys, the podcast about everything and nothing. Every week we ramble on about something nerdy, review and rate a classic album in Numbers of the Beast and finally discuss and sample a pudding from around the globe in Pudding of the Week. I'm Blore. I'm running out of things to say that aren't my name. He's Naylor and we are the Pudding Boys. This podcast doesn't make any sense. Strap yourselves in and strap feel, yourselves on. Feel the cheese. Feel <laughs> the cheese. Feel the need for speed. Champions. Man. Crufts. Yeah, you are going to get a lot of that. Crufts, yeah, we're, we're not... I was going to say we're not talking about shit we've bought, but actually, it's just not shit that I've bought. My wife did all the buying this time. Before my we, wife. My wife. Before we jump into... That's funny again, by the way. Um, before we jump into Crufts, I did say something nerdy. Crufts is nerdy. This is the, this pisses me off. When people are into football, yeah. that's nerdy. Yeah, You're a fucking nerd. Like if you are, if you can name me all the players in the team. Yeah, if you know what Arsenal's last five results were, then you're a, you're fucking, a fucking nerd. nerd. That's the same as listing the numbers on a train. How many people are there in a football team? Twelve. Uh, you put eleven on the pitch. You put eleven on the pitch. Thir- you have thirty in silly vests, carrying iPads and running up and down the side. Oh no, but they're not football players. No, some of them are. Oh, well, let's say let's say there's twenty five players then. What in a in a squad? Yeah, yeah. If you can name, squad. if you can name almost all of them, that's the same. People, that's yeah, first you, and last you, name. If you know the kid that's just gone through the reserves and this is his first game for the big team, yeah. But you know him, and you know like a bit about. And you how probably he can know play. where he came from. That's just like knowing all the names of the first hundred Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Because they got first and last names, and they're not specially made names. They are just normal people names so knowing them is harder i think yeah if you if you know that that you know chester stevenson teddy sheringham um, <laughs> how has there not been another teddy sheringham james before? ronaldo <laughs> ronaldo's less successful brother yes well, if you if you know them you're a fucking nerd yeah if you if you're interested in anything you're a nerd and that's why you know when people say being a nerd is not a bad thing yeah, it it just depends what you've picked. Yeah, if you're like, a nerd it, you can... uh, for Big Bang Theory, it fucking is a bad thing. Yeah, but that, so yeah, but that's because you're telling people that you're a nerd. Yeah, you're making a real point of it. You've got some kind of T-shirt that says, "I'm a nerd for science." No, it says, <laughs> "I paused my game to be here." Oh, <laughs> I can smell it. It's got a shit, a shit vector of a controller on the it's, front. It's got a Mad Cat's controller. Yeah. Oh, you fucking geeks. <laughs> Geek squad. Don't oh. worry, ma'am, I'm here from the internet. Now, speaking of... Yeah, so Crufts is very nerdy. So Crufts is nerdy for dogs. It's Yeah, it's a very good time because it's dogs. And if you don't like dogs, you're the worst kind of person. Like, you are a toilet person. Yeah. Um, it's It surprises me, though, because... You kind of go into it expecting very straight-laced dog show where it's just an old man feeling 15 dogs' balls and telling you that that dog's Do, balls are smooth. There is still an old there man that's still cuffing. fondling balls, yeah. There's still a ball fondling. <laughs> yeah. There's still a border terrier grinning to himself. <laughs> and it's like, you know, Albert has a good old feel of the sack. It's like lifting it. Yeah. Just lifting just the balls. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But... 
Um, there's some fun stuff that goes on as well. One bit is fucking brilliant, and this ties in a bit to the football thing. Right. They do something called fly ball. Fly, that's where the dogs run after the ball and get. Basically. That's where all the dogs develop leg conditions. Oh, they've got they've got like sports physios. Oh, do they? Now. Those okay. dogs are probably in better shape than I am. Oh, like. right, yeah. But basically, you put a box at one end of the. Yeah. arena with a couple of tennis balls on it that you put on you put these little jumps on the way to it yeah and then there's some lights and judges and shit and basically what you do is you hold five dogs like those army dogs you know where you kind of and you, just and you point them, them at one. the balls and they just like fucking go excellent and it flies at these balls and sometimes it flies at the other set of the balls because it's a dog and it just sees a ball and wants it yeah that's the most fun you know yeah like when, when they're they not get it a bit wrong. when dogs are misbehaving <laughs> like that video of the golden retriever that's supposed to be doing like a big course, but it just runs yeah. straight through yeah. everything straight. to get to the bowl of food. That's fun. Yeah. That's the best. Like when you do it, it eats all the food on the way, doesn't it? It goes <laughs> yeah. back for each bowl. It like... round. <laughs> <laughs> that's the out. thing. Like the agility thing. The best ones are the ones that just go ape shit all the way, like yeah. shouting at their owner all the way around. Yeah. I don't want to see like you know. Pygmalion prancing his way neatly around the arena while his tail flows <laughs> gently in the wind. <laughs> I want to see Carl, yeah. the stocky German shepherd, bombing his way across the arena. It is Carl as well. Carl <laughs> yeah. with a K. God damn. Man, but it is fun. Um, there's, there's a lot of stalls and things. You've, you've got to enjoy, like, dog stuff as well if you want to do that side. You've got to enjoy spending money. Yeah, and um, my wife... Um, like Crufts is is like us going to well, like me going to a train exhibition or you going to Warhammer World or something. You're gonna spend some money. You're gonna spend some money. Yeah, but you're gonna be happy about it. Yeah, stuff you want. Mm. So it's that. not necessarily stuff you need. Uh, and you didn't probably need it when you went in in the morning. Okay, let's be real clear about one of the things she bought. I enjoyed it, and they they are fucking brilliant. But, okay. Um, we've got Labradogs, so they yep. like stanky water. And mm-hmm. dragging it around places. Okay. So they do these. The best way I can describe them to you is bathrobes for dogs. Hmm. So they are like Velcroed towel. They go around them, but they're not. It's not like just zip tying a towel to your dog. You know, it's actually like fitted for them and it's shaped to dry the right bits and that kind of thing. That's fun. Yeah. My wife bought two of those for our dogs because obviously we've got two dogs. It'd be a bit of a dick move Wait, to get Your one wife is a dog groomer. Yes. Does she not have the drying equipment for dog? She does, but like this is this is different. This is our dog. They're towels and blasters and things. This is for when we actually just chuck them in the car after a long walk. Oh, okay. So this is for like protecting car almost. It would be if car wasn't ditched. If this car, is for yeah. protecting dog. Let's be, yeah. you know, because our dog's got that thing with his back end where if he gets oh, too yeah, cold gets and wet, he gets an undertale. Yeah. So um, she's got them. Those two bathrobes cost more. Mm. than all of the clothes that me and my wife were wearing that day. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I assume they're, like, not just a towel, but there's, like, something there's, in the middle that's wicking it. They're premium. They yeah. also look adorable, and they know that they're selling them because... But hmm. it kind of filled me with confidence that we bought those. She sent a picture to her mate that was also there, and her mate sent us a picture about six hours later of her dog wearing hers. Excellent. Oh, did you take from... your dogs too, Cruft? No, you're not allowed, unless you're exhibiting. Oh, all there, like doing I guess, something. Otherwise, the entire because every single person at Crufts has dog. Yeah, or dogs. is some kind of dog nutcase. Yeah, yeah. Um, so why wouldn't why wouldn't you all bring your dogs? And fuck me, can you imagine our two dogs? Oh god, can you imagine my youngest? Yeah, one would at be Crufts? fine. 
No, actually, she's a fucking dick. Oh, she did. She'd dickhead. be worse. He's at least relatively. She'd be trying Ray sens- Winston. Everyone. Yeah, she, he's relatively sensible around other dogs. Yeah, but she. So two Labradors, one's three, one's eleven, nearly twelve. She's twelve yeah. next month. Oh, Jesus. Um, but she is just big and tough and protective of him now. Yeah. To the point you're like, another dog will bark at him because he's being a bit of a dick. He'll kind of back away as if to say, yeah, sorry, pal. It's almost like if Phil Mitchell was looking she after she fucking Ian Beale. Yeah. Because Simba is Ian Beale. Yeah. And she is. She's very winsty. She's we can say tough. dog name, can't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I already have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Simba is like the... The delicate one. He's yeah. a little bit. He's Ian Beale. If other dog barks at him and says like "fuck off," I'm not in the mood. Yeah, he'll put his head down. I'm fine. But Jazz at that point will rip her shirt off, <laughs> smash her bottle. <laughs> and she's going for the eyes. I'm taking her out. She's, she's like, "Fucking come on then." <laughs> she's uh, yeah. So yeah, as she is soon a unit. As a pampered pedigree dog. Yeah, barks at Simba. Jasmine. Jasmine shredded. Jasmine to the drunk uncle at the wedding. <laughs> she she's heavy breathing. Yeah. She's a bit too fat now. She's got but... her eyes are not focused on target. Yeah. Those... She's looking down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> not every punch isn't landing, but if no. one of those haymakers connects, the police are going to have to be called. Yeah. Yeah. The, somebody's landing on the table it's full of expensive It's going to be drinks. grievous bodily harm. If one of them connects. Yeah, it's ending up in yeah. court. Like, this isn't oh, just a caution. Shit, yeah. This isn't a stern talking to outside. No. If jazz gets you. If that if the head hits the concrete, yeah. we could be looking at manslaughter. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it. You know, she if she was in a public position, yeah. she'd be looking at being fired for her actions. And you know the argument was started over fucking nothing. Oh, yeah. Someone someone it, like said, Oh, I like your tie. Yeah, and he took it the wrong way. Yeah, he's like, "What you call him a tie a bit fruity yeah. or something?" You know that because he was a bit of... insecure about yeah, it. Yeah, he is. And yeah, and Jazz is just coming lumbering in and taking. Yeah. So yeah, that's why you don't take your own dogs to work. No, of course cause... not. It's a stupid, stupid assumption I made. But no, so a... you bought some towels. You said you bought stuff. So what dumb stuff did you buy? Oh, we got. Yeah, no, there's some good stuff. There's um, they uh, got like these. Uh, what do they call uh, them? It's a brand name. Uh, I think I'm not affiliated with them, although if they want to sponsor this podcast, mm. I'll tell you how good their shit is. Uh, it's tug, rough and uh, rough and tough, r- rug and tough, or something. I'm going to find it because they were really cool. I thought you you called your alone time in the bathroom rug and tough. <laughs> it's not tough. It's but it's very sensual. They're called <laughs> they're called tug enough, which is what I call the fourth or fifth trip to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, they spell, oh it's Tug E-N-U-F-F yes so that we can flame them when your dogs shred whatever it is that you bought well they, they actually and to, to their credit they send you a, they, they're one of these where there's like an idea behind the toys they're not just I'll take this give it to your dog and ten minutes later you've got a pile of wet cotton yes um, they send you emails like this is you know some of the activities that you can do with them okay. and at the top of the first one it says don't fucking leave this thing alone with your dog because they will just shred it oh this is for a game this yeah. is for a thing yeah. this is like this is how you play with it but I don't actually see, you know, tug of war, that kind of thing. They are all about that. Yeah, my dog loves tug of war. Oh, if, if they're any good, we'll, we'll bring them out, you know, next time we get, like, field or something. Yeah. Uh, we're trying, actually, I'll tell you about it properly later, but we're trying local field this week. There's another one like the one we used to go to. Yeah. Um, but it's much closer. So we're going to try that tomorrow. And then if it's any good, 
Then we'll go. We'll organise yeah. a couple of meetups because we've got you know the other the lots other of dudes dogs. will be into into a gathering. But it's been so long. I don't think a lot of I don't think our dogs and so in total how we what we're talking we're talking one two three four five six I don't think they'll all get along anymore. They'll have grown a bit, won't oh, they? Seven. They'll all be older and a bit. They'll all be older cranky. and the cranky and they were cranky enough before. Let's be honest with Jasmine. <laughs> Was uh was getting her Larry. drink on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jasmine, Jasmine took, went on the uh, went on the spirits. Yeah, she said three or four times, "I don't touch that stuff." And somebody got one in her. Yeah, a little rum drink. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of rum, and that led to that's vodka. why the windows are through. Yeah, <laughs> Ray, fucking dogs. Uh, so what did, yeah, what did you do that didn't involve dogs? Anything good? Uh, I've been playing Metroid Prime Remastered. It's called. <clears throat> they've not. They didn't. Just sometimes is it's that like, the one where they've just made Samus a little bit shapelier? Like no, it's got a real Pixar vibe now. No, it's 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 very good hmm. it, in terms. Of, I think they've redone the graphics entirely. Hmm. It doesn't look like a GameCube game. That's for sure. Um, it plays exactly the same. That's not a bad but thing. No, not not a bad thing at all. It's a little bit smoother and it looks a lot better. It's one of those games where there is now no reason to own the GameCube version yeah. at all. Other than replay value. Because Metroid Prime and GameCube is going to set you back 30 quid. A bit like the Spyro trilogy on PlayStation yeah. 1 where they yeah. just did the, the remake so fucking well. That there's no point. It's not like Crash Bandicoot Insane fucking don't. where the first game is actually broken. Don't. I did. I, I managed to finish it though. Did you? I, I did. I, I finished I, all of it. I bought it at the same time as Spyro. The Spyro first had an amazing time. Yeah. They, those three are fucking perfect. I, I didn't, still I didn't buy it. Them. I got it off for Christmas off my wife. Um, They're brilliant though. They are fucking spot on. I think and I'm I went halfway through to, two. Well, I went to Crash thinking, okay, that, this is where we are now. Yeah. No. Crash will fuck you. I, but the, I mean, the original up. Crash Bandicoot always was hard yes but this one was made harder by the fact that they took the collision detection data off of crash bandicoot 2 and 3 and applied it to 1 whereas 1 i'm just gonna let me break this down for you crash bandicoot in 1 is a square or he's a rectangle okay with uh that's his hitbox he's a rectangle so technically if part of that rectangle is touching the ledge he's on it so you can actually be on a ledge without actually reaching it very well. But the game was designed with that in mind. There are parts of the game where the tip of your toe is all that will reach this platform. They have made him a pill shape. So the tips of his toes are cut off and you need the centre of his body to be on a ledge, which makes it not impossible because I've done it, but it is so much harder infinitely harder this makes me feel so because I went back I I just completely gave up I've never played you you have to make some jumps perfectly and I mean it wasn't fun pixel and frame perfection it was dog shit I hated it it's not fun two and three still fine oh I didn't go to that I started one two and three is still absolutely fine yeah, one, one's too hard. He soured it for me. But one is the harder game anyway. Yeah. So they've made the harder game even more difficult. It's great, though. It's still fun. It is, uh, but I'm not coming But back. Metro Prime, I'm having a good time with it. Mm. Um, it is aged. It is dated. But I don't care. 
I think that's the thing with some games get away with. Yeah, it 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 gets away with it because I don't give a shit about all the stuff that modern games are doing. I don't care that it's not got a battle royale. I don't care that I can't talk to my mates on it. I don't, you know, all I actually want is to be left alone to play Metro Prime for half an hour. Do you know what? I think that's the that's the reverse, isn't it? Though you get like some of the newer stuff, and actually you hate it if you're one of these people that is just antisocial and yeah. a bit lazy, and just wants to sit and fudge through it. You don't want to be sold stuff. You don't want to be sold stuff through a platform that yeah. you've already paid for. Yeah, I don't want to buy my way to. No, no. Games are dumb now. So Metro Prime, very good time. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it because it is so similar. It doesn't do anything new. Only buy it if you fancied playing Metroid Prime again. That's yeah. literally the only... No, if you haven't. If you've never played it, I also gener- wouldn't recommend you? it. No, because there's better now. Mm. I would... There's a whole generation now. Well, yeah. We forget that we're getting I'd old. suggest you go and play like Doom, the remake of Doom. Mm. That, was or, good, that was better than it should have been. if you want a classic shooter and you haven't been playing anything, go and play the re remaster of the first Halo. The one in the Master Chief collection. Well, the, it came out before that yeah, on 360 as well. The, I think it's just, in the Master Chief just collection. get the Master Chief collection. That's, that's it still... It's free. It's on so, Game Pass. Yeah, it's on Game just Pass. Just get Game Pass. We've said yeah, this just before. just play Halo just... 1 and 2. And 3. I like Halo 3. Just, it's a year now since I did the first... Because I got my statement Shit. thing, you know, for the year through yeah. Clan or whatever. It's a year since I got the S. Because our friend Ryan was like, oh, no, you're not paying for wedding. You should get yourself an Xbox. And he was fucking right. Like, yeah. And he oh, said it in, in that usual serene way that he does, that you look at it and you're like, well, why wouldn't I do that then? I've I've enjoyed having it. My wife my wife has played it way more than I have because I've been painting. I've been painting yeah, Warhammer. a big expensive hobby yeah. right after your first big expensive hobby. But... I still I don't regret getting it because it's, it's it's not going anywhere. No, it's not going anywhere. It's a great time. The other thing that we've been doing is Hogwarts Legacy. We, so we bought Rivendell, but it only arrived yesterday. I've not started that the Lego set, but um, the thing that still has been going on a lot in our house besides looking mm. after baby has been Hogwarts Legacy. I am I'm just not interested in Harry Potter at all, so I don't want to play it. Mm. But it looks like a fantastic game. We're it going looks, in on that this month. Yeah, it looks as good. It it looks like the best third person open world game I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Excellent, because that's what we were kind yeah. of in terms of like how pretty it is and how competent it is. It doesn't look glitchy at all, and there's a lot going on in the background. There's all these little secrets and details. I don't get half of them because I'm not that invested in the whole Harry Potter universe. But if you do, you're going to do that little... I uh, bet you're going to... Yeah, I bet you're going to get way more out of it. To me, the story looks a bit shit. The the story looks bland and uninspired. But to be honest, if we're being real, the story for the four Harry Potter books that I have actually read is bland and uninspired. The world is the important bit. The world building is the, brilliant. That's the thing, isn't the it? The story you've, sucks dick. You've got to be involved in, like, you know, what minor character yeah. A is doing with minor character eggs in yeah. off-scene locations, Ed. Well, this is it. When I watch the films, if I'm watching the first film, or if my, if my wife's watching the first, my wife, if she's watching the first film, the bit that I like is seeing all, like, the chocolates when they're on the sweet trolley. Mm. Yeah, do you know what? 
because that's fun. That's world building. The story itself is boring. There's nothing interesting going it's on. It's the kind of, uh, you know, come back around to our favourite topic again, but it's the kind of thing that, you know, on like the Hogwarts set, mm-hmm. they're the little details that you can appreciate. That's probably why it lends itself it's, to yeah. making Lego sets or it lends itself to having a franchise, yeah, a merch. fandom, merchandise, TV show, or TV show, video game even. Like, <laughs> Harry Potter TV show, I don't know. But the, like, the, the video game works perfectly because the world building is the best hmm. bit about... Harry Potter and the world building in this is incredible. I think this would be and the alive. First, it looks alive. I think this would be the first game really in our household mm. that actually gets my wife um, to play to really invest. Like yeah. she she will quite happily watch me play through like you know like Nino Cooney or mm. she got real into The Walking Dead until they biffed it. Um, and you, that oh my thing. god, I got mad again. I, I got really <laughs> mad that you're not playing that again the other day. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Clementine's dead now, and I'm happy about that. You're an idiot. <laughs> waste of auction things speaking of things i'm not happy about numbers of the beast welcome again to numbers of the beast pulling boys audience the segment of the show nailer and i have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song on it out of seven before averaging them out to create an album score and ranking them against the rest of that band's discography right now we are almost finished we're working our way through the vast catalog of blind guardian and boy has it felt quite vast in these past few weeks it's twilight orchestra legacy of the dark lands They've outdone themselves with the stupid title of this one. Yeah, this whole album, this whole thing around it is a real... Explain the album. So, I'm not going to explain it. I'm going to let Wikipedia explain it through my dulcet tones. Okay. It's the 11th studio album by the German power metal band Bland. (laughs) That was a Freudian slip. Blind Guardian. Um... And it marks a departure from all previous works. That is the understatement of the fucking year. Yeah. So, the only instruments on the album are performed by the Prague Philharmonic Orchestra, with Hansi, the vocalist, being the only member of the band performing on the album. So it's written... In yeah. a large part by Andre Ulbricht, who is the guitarist, the one that is a fucking genius and a phenomenal guitar player. Genuinely one of my favourites of all time. Yeah. Um, he doesn't play anywhere on the album. There's no guitar-y bits. There's no cool riffy bits. There's no. It's an orchestral piece um, performed by the Prague Philharmonic that Andre has been involved in writing, and it's a bit of a concept album. It's based around I think it's a book and some stuff. Da, 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 da. I don't know. There's a whole concept. It seems it seems very bland to be honest. It's when it came to the story. I think that's the thing. Okay, so the, so the novel is a prequel version that somebody wrote. Yeah, German author Marcus Heidt. It's about Solomon Kane, isn't it? I think so. Developed a story for the album, also wrote a tie-in deep prequel, Dark Fantasy, The Dark Lands. So the novel set during the Thirty Years' War. Um, it is Solomon Kane, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I don't it's, know. So it's, to, to sum it up, it's a not operatic and not quite classical. It's orchestral. It's it's orchestral music, but it's once again kind of once again it's a fucking rock opera. Well, you hit the nail on the head actually, and you know, I don't we like were, rock operas. We and this time, it's not even got guitars. It hasn't even got the rock bit. No. When we were bouncing backwards and forwards about it the other day, you actually hit the nail on the head when you said it sounds like video game soundtrack low tier video game like this Joe Hiyashi when he did the Nino Kuni soundtrack mm. produced 
some incredible music to listen to. I put that on in the car. The Final Fantasy VII soundtrack, put it on in the car. You can make quality classical music as an original soundtrack. Hmm. Gladiator, Last of the Mohicans, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. You can do brilliant stuff with classical music, but have it be a soundtrack. But you can also do this is a soundtrack. And that's what this sounds like, with Hansi singing over it, but they're not songs. And this is what I don't like about rock operas. It's There's no um, verses, there's no choruses, there's no, no bridges, hooks. there's no hooks. It is one long telling you something and the instruments are playing. Mm. I need the hooks, I need choruses i need you to come back to something there is no chorus in this entire well, that's album that's where it come from with numbers of the beast and yeah. look at the songs that we've tended to really love they tend to be the ones that there's something about like that you're going back for you know if we go with blind guy like valhalla yeah there's so many bits like the bit where kai drops and it's just that intro you as soon as they start doing that on stage all the lights go up 40,000 people like, oh shit, they're doing Valhalla. And you Valhalla. know you're going to hear that hook a few times in that song. And even the ones where they don't, this um, Welcome to Dying, you know the bit I really love, that end of a verse where it sounds almost like old bricks run on. Mm. There's that dun, 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 dun. And then it goes back into the Welcome to Dying. Dying. He never does that again, but no. every time I listen to that album... I'm looking out. forward to the end of the first verse because I know he's going to do that bit. But if everything in the album is like that, yeah, it's just it. There's not. It doesn't make a song to me. You know, it just this. There, someone somewhere has probably described this exact style of music, hmm. and I'm not doing it justice or whatever. But I don't enjoy them because I don't consider them, in a standard sense, to be songs. Certainly not heavy metal. So songs, yeah, certainly not modern popular music. Yeah. They might be more similar to like a bard song, not the bard song, but a bardic yes. song where you're just telling a tale even like while playing an instrument. Skaldic poetry and that kind of th- thing, though, you had a meter, you had a kind of, and the problem. It's why I've not been too harsh on this album. I'm not going to call it bad. No, I've not been too harsh because I. It's not my cup of tea. No, but I'm also not accomplished enough to tell you that he's not doing it well. He might be doing something really cleverly. Yeah, he might be doing something super clever, but to me... A musician appreciates that I don't quite get. To me, it sounds a little bit like when a fucking Philistine thinks that they are cultured. Hmm. You know, it, it reeks of fake fanciness. Pseudo intellectualism, yeah. something it's, like that. I think that's that's the thing, it, and that's it says actually that it is kind of it's it's actually known as um, how did they phrase it? Because it's not known as a Blind Guardian album. So it was released as something else. Dark Be- Orchestra. Yeah, also, Hansi's voice, weirdly, because he's such a classically trained guy, doesn't sound right over it's classical instruments. It's a bit tempered in this, though, isn't it? And yeah. he recorded everything three times to try and get the words to fall in the right order. Yeah, so yeah. even that, it doesn't feel like... feels like it was a bad idea from the get-go. It does. It, it feels like it should have been completely separate, like not had the Blind Guardian name against yeah. it. It should have been a bit like Demons and Wizards. A side thing. Hansi and... Um, Andre should have 
named it something different. Yeah. It's kind of like... Do you, know, do you remember... Oh, fucking Unarmed yeah. by Halloween? Yeah, that where was... Where it was all each song, they did like a jazz version of Dr. Steen, then they did an acoustic version of Eagle 5-3. But that was a thing. But that they was, that was a, a bit thing. more... Yeah. But they sold that as a... Um, as a compilation, yeah. like a, it's kind of like metal jukebox. It was just exactly. a silly thing. Avantasia, Toby doesn't call it as like no. Ed Guy's Toby Tobias Savage mm. does. It's a new band, and I think Avantasia shit as well. Yeah, I don't like Avantasia. Oh. I had um, a random person in my local village mm-hmm. come up to me the other day and compliment my Halloween T-shirt. I've never in my entire life on this planet. Unless I'm at a Halloween gig, not just a gig, yeah. a Halloween gig, I think I might have seen like two people wearing a Halloween shirt. We did when we were in Croatia on holiday. You saw someone. No, I was walking through the breakfast bit. Yeah, and the guy was from Hamburg, mm. but he just leans back and he's like, "Oh, happy, happy Halloween!" And I'm like, "Excuse me," but yeah, it was the stay safe one, you know, the yes, COVID yeah. one. And I was like, "Oh," and he's like, "Yeah, with that from my hometown." I was like you know so you've been obviously watching through their windows as well then yeah <laughs> um, how big is your Darius shrine <laughs> but like I, I just thought that was incredible I've never had anyone that's kind of cool though, yeah so I yeah. wish we'd been listening to Halloween while we were doing this same um, so let's let's jump into it and let's yeah. do this quickly let's do this for Alex fuck you Alex <laughs> yeah go and listen to this Alex you dick so 1618 overture didn't count that Oh, did I did, because it's long. Okay, what did you give it? I gave it a two. Yeah, that's what I would have given it, so okay. that's fine. I'll, I'll just match it. It's it's not bad. It's, it's not, not bad, good. It's but it's the beginning of the, oh, this isn't very good. Yeah. War feeds war. I gave that a two. I gave that a three, because it had one interesting bit. See, this one did I can't remember it now. Me, and this is the one that I think that's got the music video as well. Oh, um, really? Which I watched, and... Is it shit? <laughs> yes, <laughs> then. It... You know, if you want to dispel the uh, the OST kind of feel to it, yeah, yeah, that isn't going to do it for you because that looks like late, mid, early two thousands game. Put it on the GameCube, yeah, and that looks like a cutscene from something like Eternal Darkness. It. It's not good. Dark clouds rising. This one actually climbed up to a three for me. This one's a two, and it's got this annoying weird flute. That, I think like, pisses the bit me off that you don't I like it. is the bit that I probably like. This is one of the few. That I think actually, if you played it, I would say, "Oh, that's from." That's from I wouldn't know yeah. what song it was. No, but I would probably it. go, "Oh, I recognise that from." No, I, first... I didn't. Didn't enjoy it. The first two could have been any. Like, yeah, but I think for, for me, war. for me, that makes it better. <laughs> In hell. the underworld, two, two. I'm not. I'm not musically inclined enough to give any of these a one there are neither no... am i but but i still have a suspicion that it's not none good. of them are stupid i none bet of these if you are went... ghost bad no none of them are ghost bad if you but but we're comparing them to blind guardian mm. and ghost you know is mostly shit if you went to like a any or orchestra mm. or any any person that was really into classical music and showed them this music I don't think they would be very impressed. I'd be keen to get the reaction from someone that actually knows what they're talking about. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah. But I, I honestly don't think that they would be impressed. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't, doesn't sound feel, particularly yeah. very good. Uh, the Great Ordeal. Two. Two. I gave it a three. No, did you? Yeah. In the Red Dwarf's Tower. I gave this a three. I gave I this a two. I quite enjoyed this one, actually. <laughs> this is 
I can't remember what bit it is. That's the problem. This is the problem. So there is, there was, there's always bits in these songs. I'm like, oh, this is cool. But because it's just a bit, it's just one sentence. It's it's not a song. It's a musical sentence, isn't it? It's it's a line. It's the, do you know when you're at a musical, uh, everyone can enjoy musicals. Starlight Express is a banger. This album is the bit between the songs. Yes. It's the bit where they're just singing what they're saying because they want to keep it a musical. Yeah, they're keeping the bounce to it. But it's, you know, in Avenue Q, you're not enjoying the bit where they're singing between the songs. You're, you're enjoying the song. Yeah. You're enjoying everybody. Uh, the internet is for porn or whatever. Yeah. Because that still has verse, chorus, you're, verse, you're chorus. You're going for Hasidiga Ebo Eye. You're not yes. going for... Um, Just them generally singing. The, the, yeah, the bit of the, you know where they're moving. Now out. I'm going to go over here yeah. and open the door. You're not, you're not going for the bit where in the, they're in the airport. No. You're going to hear them say, fuck you got in the ass mouth and cunt. Yes. Uh, treason. Two. Two. Passable. No, point of no return. Grabbed up to a three again. Oh, okay, there you go. Did there you, you go. get one? I got a two. Oh, fucking hell. Nephilim. Two. I gave it a four. Did you? Yeah. I didn't there was like a good, this one, actually. I there was a quite solid bored. minute that I was like, oh, shit, this is cool. Also, it made me think of Fields of the Nephilim, which just makes it cooler. <laughs> just makes it a little bit cooler. But, we're not, yeah, we're the, not talking the band, are we, in that? Because yeah. that definitely diminishes it. Oh, no, I thought that made it cool. I that's like very band. dumb. You're, You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, you've said something that is really stupid today. <laughs> that's oh, what our audience I hate to about. break it oh, I love the feels of the Nephilim, said Blore. But that's the... Uh, ankle-length trench That's coat. the next band that we're doing. Yeah, fucking On numbers to beat. I... I oh, 80s goth, 70s goth, what do they count as? Bad mid eighties, dumb, mid-80s, stupid toilet yeah. music, the sound yeah. of a difficult movement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, there's something, but you also don't like. Um, I hate seventies typo negative. Music. You don't. You're the not cure, big, all that kind oh, of bollocks. The cure are shit. Dog shit. Hate yeah, it. The cure are annoying. The cult. Are they the ones that do? We she saw yeah. sanctuary. Yeah, the cult are. are I right. don't mind the cult actually. Yeah. I don't know why. There's always some. There's always some. I I quite like goth music. I just don't like goths. It was weird because you are one. Oh, you said. <laughs> Harvester of souls. Got a two. It's got a two as well. It this storm also got a two. What did you get for this storm? Two, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> beyond the wall. Do you want to take a really a running shot? Of I what gave it a got? three. Did you? Because that was that because it was finishing. A new beginning to seven. Wait, there's another one. No, oh, it's okay. just the the outro bit of the album. Oh, so I I didn't listen to the um, I didn't have the version with all of the interludes in it. I did and then didn't. You know, because when you said, "Oh, have the one without the interludes," yeah. So I just went straight to that because I just again, made the album as short as possible. That's the thing. I don't need the one twenty three of the gathering. Like no, it's, it, you do it not. might as well have been co opted into and the other two songs either side if of it. You go by our standards. One twenty three is going to count that as a song. Because it's over a minute. Because it's over a minute. So we have to be. We have to be clear. We're reviewing the no interlude version here. Yeah. Um, so I gave it twenty nine. What did what did how many songs did you actually mark? Oh, let me check. One, two, three. Is it four, 13? five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve? Twelve. That's it. It was eleven before. Yeah. Two point. Yeah. So I get twenty-seven. So that comes out two point two five. So, 
that's going to give this album out of 14 a 4.67 which I mean if this is not at the bottom I'll be fucking surprised if oh it is, it's, it's really way at the bottom Sophia. it's way well, and what's this album called again Dark Orchestra Twi- D- Twilight Orchestra Twilight Orchestra Legacy of the Dark Lands Orchestra. I think it's Blind Guardians Twilight Orchestra isn't yeah, it, it that's is. the yeah and do you know what I'm going I'm going to go on record again and say I I don't particularly think it's a bad album. I I do. More than anything else, this is one of those that is definitely the sum of its parts. You ha- you would have to listen to the whole thing otherwise you're really probably not having a good time. Yeah. But but it's not, it's not for your standard metal for. fan. Well, it's not even it's not for your standard Blind Guardian fan. No. Like, I understand that Beyond the Red Mirror was a bit of a concept kind of thing. We you know, we didn't really enjoy that or no. Edge of Time. Yeah. But you could still get the blind guardianisms from it. Yeah. This really strongly feels like it should have been marketed more as Hansi and Ulbricht's. Uh, the, Hans- the last three albums. So it went Beyond the Red Mirror at the Edge of Time, then Twilight Orchestra, didn't it? Hmm. Oh no, other way around. Other way around. Well, the edge last, time, the last three albums are the last are the bottom three on the list. Below battalions. Below, below battalions. And, I'm not mad. And I. Battalions has like a weird soft spot for me. I like it. I, I think if we went back, it would be above A Night at the Opera. I've said I it every week. So. No, I think you're right with that. But I think it's better than A Night at the Opera. So uh, I'll just blast through it because we've only got one album left next week. Uh, number 11 is Twilight Orchestra, Legacy of the Dark Lands. At number 10, it's The Edge of Time. At 9, it's Beyond the Red Mirror. At 8, it's Battalions of Fear. 7, A Night at the Opera. 6, Imaginations from the Other Side. 5, Somewhere Far Beyond. 4, Follow the Blind. 3, Tales from the Twilight Worlds. 2, Nightfall on Middle-Earth. And 1, A Twist in the Myth. Fucking hell, these album titles. I know. They are so stupid. It's like they knew we were going to do this, and they're all like, I'm going to make him get a bit red and sweaty while he's trying yeah. to read these out. There is one album. There's two... Two albums have three words. All the others are longer. We're getting into like Dimmu Borgir kind of yeah. album titles here. Well, next Who are we going to do next, by the way, on Numbers no, of the Beast? No, we're fucking not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We might as well do Slipknot. If you fancy listening along at home and making your own uninformed judgments, next week's Numbers of the Beast will be The God Machine. And it will be the final Blind Guardian, That's but we'll new. be doing a best of. September last year. So it's six months old, The God Machine. Yeah, it's quite a new album. Um, so we're right on the pulse with this one. I have listened to it once. I wasn't impressed, but I wasn't in the mindset. So I'm going to go in, fresh ears. I don't remember it. I just remember that I wasn't that impressed. And I remember it being a little heavier than I thought it was going to be. So I'm going to go in with a clear mind. I'm going to I'm going to try and pump it up. You know, I want it to be good. Yeah, I'm quite excited. Do you know what? I, I did quite like some of the musical bits on the Beyond the Red Mirror. You know where I said, mm-hmm. oh shit, is this the right album? Because it yeah, did sound a bit definitely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I'm quite excited. Then we're going to do a best of. I think they're going to be really different. I think they are going to be really different, but I don't think there's going to be much from the mid 2000s, mid noughties no. onwards. I we're doubt there's going to be much. Rules, aren't we? Three, up to three from an album. So we can't just I, both do Was it three from an album? I think it's two from an album. I'll have to go back and look at my Iron Maiden best of because that one would have had mm. three. We'll stick to Iron Maiden rules because it's a similar length. Yeah, but we'll go through the rules next week. Yeah. Right now, we will summon our chum, summon our chumminum with our own Twilight Orchestra and see what he's got to say. Pudding of the Week. 
Welcome back, fellows! It is I, Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week, the segment of this show where we learn a little about a delicious dessert from around the globe, and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. This week's pudding continues our egg-themed feast leading towards... <coughs> You really don't like this one, do you? Penny's are coming out of both ends of him when he tries to say this. Yeah, I thought, you know, as somebody that has come back from beyond the grave several times, I thought you'd be quite into the whole popping out from behind a rock a bit holy and... He didn't do it with any style. You've no. got to do it in front of people. <laughs> you can't pretend that you did it. This week's pudding is a Cadbury mini eggs. We are sticking on the Cadbury chocolate train. As we've said in the past, Mr. Cadbury and I have had our differences. However, his chocolate is fine. A Cadbury mini egg is a milk chocolate product created and produced by Cadbury, introduced in 1967, so it's showing its age. The egg is solid chocolate encased in a thin coating of hard candy, which other chocolates followed afterwards, like M&Ms are based on the same principle, <laughs> moulded to resemble a miniature speckled egg. Looks like a quail's egg, but was often advertised by a purple parrot. Over the years, Cadbury has introduced a number of variations of the mini-eggs, such as metallic shimmering eggs, dark mini-eggs, white mini-eggs, and micro mini-eggs, where the shell to chocolate ratio was destroyed. Yeah, they're going to make you sore. They were not fun. Now, I'm just going to have a sip of brawl squash here. Leave you with these eggs. And the mini-eggs. Yeah. <laughs> He's relieving himself in your bin. <laughs> I can see why Thomas is a fan of these, because like it's a quail egg, and mm. that's quite a posh thing. And I feel like Thomas, in most of his lifetimes, has been posh. I He's an he aristocrat. Was, he was moneyed. He calls old money new money. Mm. If you made your money off the slave trade, <laughs> Thomas Lethbridge calls you new money. <laughs> You're just flash chabs to him. Yeah. To You've be got fair, no though, class. You can't, you can't buy class. If you're old, old money, your family are probably still doing rituals in the manor to, yeah. to, to Thomas over Wednesday Eve. I think that Thomas is... There's a real air of Olmec around Thomas's fortune. <laughs> it's a little Mesoamerican humour there for you. That was. I'm quite impressed with that. Yeah. That might. That's the culture and you know. Well, that's my favourite time period. Hmm. Is uh. Yeah, and it's a really underappreciated. It's one. really massively underappreciated because it's so confusing. Hmm. People. When you start explaining how far apart the Incas and the Aztecs were and the Ol to the Olmecs, people are like, wait, what? Because they're so similar, but they're completely different. And really hard to line up with European history as well. It, yeah, why we struggle. It, it completely... Because you can usually say, oh, and this was going on here. Yeah. And, and then here. The only bit you've got there, really, is a bit of the Spanish. And, mm -hmm. and that's 
horrible. You don't want to. They want to spend too much time with the Spanish and their escapades in Mesoamerica. Mm. It was, I don't think it was even called Mesoamerica back then. At that point, it it moved on from that. I don't know. Who cares? Right. Mini eggs. I'll just drop one. Mm. I imagine this is going to come through in the recording, but they are very crunchy. They are. Those ones that were more shell that you described, or Thomas described, sound fucking horrible. Like, yeah. You're breaking a tooth. Yeah. These are perfect, though. Mini eggs are great. Unless one catches you under the gum. You can't mm. have a bad time. Yeah, if you get a shard. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, you're going to feel that for the day. I think they're also going to make your tongue sore. If you were... Uh... Yeah, you they have got a weird... We've split a single person's bag. Not a fun size or a share bag in between the two a normal bag of mini eggs the one that's about the size of a about the size of a big wallet yeah mm. you get about 30 eggs in them Mm. right i i feel like i just ate 15 eggs Mm. maybe a few less maybe 12 i've got one down here somewhere i'm not gonna let that escape (laughs) let me see i'll pull this fucking set apart you know, some of the shit our listeners have had to put up with okay. over the months. Wait, hold on. Fucking hell, will you buy some trousers that fit? I lost a lot of weight. Every time, your wife pointed it out the other day, every time he wants to stand behind you, they basically now get the entire cleft of your ass. I'm not when, buying new clothes. If you move more than like 40 degrees forward at the top half, you now get the entire, you're like, we're pretty much getting like, you know, tainted base of your spine my belt is on the lowest setting it will go and I'm not buying a new one oh fucking hell just buy some use some string or something be that guy he's like old AV cables <laughs> or something <laughs> get some phono cables and tie them together oh well there we go I'm back in my chair I've got my headphones back on I don't know what my escapades around the PBHQ will sound like but it probably probably fun Good time. So I finished my mini eggs because I started eating them while you were having a piss before we started the podcast. Oh, smart, yeah. Oh, Thomas has been loitering them for. Oh yeah, the yeah. Whole he hour. gave me mine early. <laughs> Thomas came in, gave me mine because he knew I was bored. <laughs> and you eat when you're bored. That's just what you do. Hmm. Yeah, he knows. He's not daft. What what scale have we got going on for these? Okay. So I'm gonna go. We're gonna pick five of the main things. That happened in a day at Crufts. Okay. Five of the main, like, eventy things. That's a fun scale. It makes no sense, which is good. That's what we go for. No, yeah. it's not. Yeah, we're not going to put one to five, aren't we? So, no. um, Although one week, we probably should. <laughs> this is three. <laughs> which way around is it? Who knows? Yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm, we're not going into all the minutiae. We're not doing every single slot on in the arena on no. the day. Picking out the big, big footage. <laughs> it's number one ball fondling. <laughs> it's actually old, old man chest <laughs> testicles. <laughs> and then afterwards, looks at a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crufts. A lot of, lot of balls. You're not allowed in if you, you know, as a dog, if you haven't got balls, and you should have balls. Oh, really? Mm, they've got to be complete. Wow. Mm, not even allowed to be missing one, apparently. That's annoying. Really tight. Yeah. So, there's the agility. 
Mm-hmm. Agility is fucking brilliant, and it sounds like it's going to be really fucking boring. That's where they're running round, watching yeah. like a little collie or a spaniel and fucking old giving it someone. Do you know what the fucking dogs are when they're like <laughs> as they're pounding down this court? Especially if it's a little spaniel that looks just batshit crazy. The ears yeah. are fucking going, the eyes are out, but it's fucking loving it. Like uh, the dogs, oh, they this enjoy is, this. Yeah. This is the nice thing about agility as well. When you're watching them. The dog is not doing that under under duress. That dog would not fucking stop if you didn't make yeah. it. There's agility. There's heel work to music. That, so wait, you put agility at the bottom? No, no, I'm just listening. Are you listening? Then we'll, okay. then we'll tell you what Because I was going to say heel work to music. That's the boring. Yeah. It's, you pick a song. You get, yeah. It's very clever. There's it's always like, going to be some stupid Ed Sheeran song or something. Fucking hell, some of them were terrible. There was one yeah. that was just... I actually turned around to my wife and said, oh no, this is the kind of music you like. This is the worst song I've ever it's heard Harry ever. Styles. I don't know. Watermelon it, it was a really shrill woman. It's probably um, Sam Smith. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a very feminine voice. <laughs> then this fly ball. Which we start to remember. That's where they go hell for leather down the little track. There's about five or six dogs in a team. He's boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. Fly ballers. Even if you're not really into the, sport the or dogs. The slam on the backboard, mm. though. I don't like that. I, that there's no, you say this video, they can't be it's good. A, it's like a matrix kind of... They run... So as the dog hits it, they don't just jump off it they actually kind of da-dum, da-dum, oh okay so, so I, that makes where I've seen it it's just like a hard board that they mm. kick it's just a kickboard it's they not like a jump and, yeah they like use it to spring off and start the run back it's, oh, right. yeah, maybe it's moved on closely, a bit. it's awesome um, so what have we done ball fumbling agility people prancing around stupid songs fly ball mm-hmm. uh, I feel like there's another one that I'm missing they're like I don't really like the display things because they're not being judged and nobody wins or loses those mm. that'll do four that'll things. do four what's so, the worst ball fumbling is the boring one ball fumbling is the best one it's, it's got to be the funniest one no, you're watching not, an no, old it, dude yeah, but, weighing up some testicles yeah but he's not making the same joke that I am like he's genuinely enjoying the feel of those balls and if he lingers well, I bet they're soft it's that line though between it being funny and it being like is yeah. this a serious sexual assault yeah um it's it, yeah. So where even does though, where does consent fall in ball yeah. fondling? Does the dog know that this old mm. man is going to have its hand on its fanny yeah. for like five minutes, checking heat levels? Yeah, like ah, how yeah. much fanny is there? It's a bit weird. It's, it's a bit weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're dog people. Obviously, we went to fucking Crufts. Yeah, but I've never touched my own dog's do, fanny. We didn't even watch so much of that. No, it's not interesting. It's it's. The dog's not doing cool shit, yeah, basically. Yeah. That's the worst one. And there's no point looking at a cute dog unless you can ruffle it. Exactly. Yeah. I want to get down on the floor with that wolfhound. He's yeah. twice the size of me, but I'll take him. I want to wrestle, yeah. I don't want to appreciate him from afar with a gentle clap. No. No. I don't want to not be able to touch. Not the fanny and the balls. You don't want to just fanny and the balls. No. Man. That's what the old man's there for. <laughs> then it's going to be here work to music. Okay. It's very, so very that's clever. better... Better than ball, than ball fondling. fondling. More interesting because the dog is doing something. But you cool. might have to listen to Harry Styles. The music is genu- generally fucking terrible. Yeah. They, I don't think there were many that. Are, there were a couple of Disney songs which were the best ones for me, and that tells you kind of. Yeah. Um, and some of them are quite good. Some of them are a bit boring. I bet the same people that dance with their dogs like that are the people that are like, oh, I love Disney. I love it all. <laughs> There'll be a few of them. Yeah. Um, the next one is really fucking tough. Flyball is the class. Everyone is daft for flyball. Yeah. Like, that gets the crowds. That's the bit they put on Channel 4. Yes. 
and it's fucking great. But there's like, more the potential cool. for the other one to go wrong and therefore be funny. But agility, do you know what the best one? There's one of the um, one of the rounds is because there's a round in agility called anything but collies because mm-hmm. collies tend to dominate it, obviously. Um, but some of the dogs as well. There was one the other day with like a labradoodle. A little labradoodle was kind of like doing his own thing around it. Dead fucking slow. Yeah. But he was having a great time. And it was trying a, his best. Fucking golden retriever, I didn't tell you. Hmm. It, it was doing, you know, the weave bit where they duck it. So you watch Collie and it's like shop, a snake shop. through yeah. these fucking weave things. Well, the Collie. It's almost like it's going in a straight line. Yeah, the Collie looks like a blur through them. Yeah. But the golden retriever had one leg out and it was proper like. Stepping the shit out of my microphone at the time. No, it was proper like prancing. But it did like prance out. Prancing, oh, prance out, prancing yeah. with a nice straight from my dog. Like, my dog, my dog does that. What mad dog? When uh, when it's proud of something, <laughs> when it's doing something, it, it can't drop. it can't keep its front legs from <laughs> just doing a little mince. It's like, like the, it's like the pups, but they're real straight. Yeah, and they're real dainty. Yeah. Um. I'm going to be real controversial here. Agility is topping flyball for me. Yeah, I, I would put it there as well. So where are mini eggs on that scale? <sighs> I'm going to put these mini-eggs, the proper mini-eggs... Normal mini-eggs. I'm going to put them on flyball. Really? Second, it's, and also, they're probably most akin to flyball, because you know what? You could just sit and smash a family bag of mini-eggs. You'd feel quite sick afterwards. If yeah. you did flyball for a whole day, you'd have sore hands for all the clapping and the you know that kind of thing. I I would. If this is your, your segment, you put them where you want. I would <laughs> yeah, cause disagree. Yeah, because you'd probably put them inside yourself. I... Not for I health. would I would place the mini eggs one by one into my anus. No, I I actually think the mini eggs are a bit of a letdown. Whenever oh. you have them, because they're not as good as like the snowballs that you get at Christmas. They're shitter versions of them. And overall, give me some peanut M and M's. Oh, you fucking idiot! You're, give me M and M's. I was M&Ms. about to say I prefer M and M's. That was a really sensible argument, and then you dropped the fucking peanut M and M's bit in crispy M and M's, peanut M and M's, crisp brownie M and M's. Yeah, any of the M and M's, any of the M and M's that don't taste like fresh dog egg. Oh, you're a fucking chode. Peanut, peanut butter. M&M. <laughs> you <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> you dog nut butter. Your your peanut M. The police display that they did at Crofts. The puppy spaniel that they were showing it's like it's first time out yeah fucking did exactly what he should have done parked a whopping child <laughs> in the middle of bitch walk across the arena and i mean full on like bump like simba does bum right down Just tail make, real straight make sure everyone sees grinding it out <laughs> it, it could have held it it could have even just squeaked a nugget out as yeah. it walking but no it stopped every it's making a scene surrounded by like malinois and german shepherds these big tough police yeah. dogs this tiny little spaniel chunked <laughs> out its clock in front of ten thousand people that's what i like to hear that's probably the most pudding boys thing that i've ever seen anything do ever just Stopping everything to take quick shit. <laughs> I'm not mad at what you said apart from the stupid thing about peanut butter. They are... I don't know. It depends how much you romanticise these. Peanuts are brilliant. Yeah. I think people Fucking do tend to romanticise mini eggs too much. Hmm. They put them on like cakes and stuff like that. On the, you know, yeah, you're that's picking... what they're here for. They're here to decorate cakes. But let's you're be also honest. picking them off, eating them and then eating the cake. Yeah. Like, they're here for... Um, Cornflake nests. Hmm. That's what they're here for. And that's fine. It's a fine place to be. Don't you fucking dare give me marshmallows instead of mini eggs if it's Easter. Hmm. But calm your shit. I don't want a bag of them. You know? I don't want a bag of mini eggs. I'd rather have something else. 
I'll I'd rather have like I oh, know I'll, I'll eat them I'll fucking annihilate them because they're my fat shit but don't give me them don't mm. buy me them and expect me to be grateful <laughs> <laughs> That sounds awful. That might be the most pudding boys thing you've ever said. When you buy me things, get it right. Don't don't buy me the Frodo and Gollum brickheads. It's not the thought that counts. Yeah, it's not the thought that counts. You you spent seventeen quid on that. If you'd stepped up a bit and spent a hundred pounds, you could have got me the Ford GT. Just give me give me the money and I'll buy a speed champ. (laughs) Fucking hell, we are the worst people. I don't know why you're listening to us. Because we're hilarious. Where can you find the PBs? Well, you probably picking up dog eggs and folding them into <laughs> little chocolate shells so you can pound them down later. You ball fondling nutcase. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. Remember to subscribe, follow, auto download, or whatever it's called on your platform so you don't miss an episode. Also, if it's an option on your platform of choice, please give a glowing review. We are also on Instagram, which is a fun place to check out the sometimes quite strange piece of artwork we create for every episode I bet this one's an old man holding dog balls what, what, yeah this one's going to have an to be dog ho- oh, an old man holding cream eggs I'm going to take a picture of my dog nice and easy this yeah, week, last week's was nice and easy as well sexually assault her while you're doing no, it no I'm not going to touch a fanny no that's for the old men to do at Crooks <laughs> I'm going to tail, place look at the book uh, last week even I just placed the Lego Rivendell in my baby's crib you replaced your baby with well I replaced plastic. it with a new baby with plastic baby <laughs> that was the easiest piece of artwork I didn't even have to go to the AI art generator for that one and this week I'm, I'm not even going to take a new picture of my dog I'm just going to use a picture that already exists cut out some of fun from a couple of years ago uh, no we'll do the spring one the spring one where it's the daffodils my dog's face on daffodils that that's going to be the picture there we go right fuck you guys see you later <laughs>